what is up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of Bomba's Breakdown. Mike Bomba with you as always. Hold on one second. I'm gonna. I gotta wipe my nose, you guys. I've been sick since like Saturday. Holy shnikes. You ever get that where it's just like draining out? You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's like water. It's like water coming out of my nostrils. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I've had a, uh, I've had a sore throat since like Saturday and it's just kind of progressively gotten worse. Yesterday I started to feel a little bit better as the day went on and today I feel a little bit better. But if I sound a little nasally, that's why, man, it's just, uh, I haven't really been sick in a long time. I, I don't even really remember the last time I was like really sick. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, I just, I just got taken down by this man. I got, I got, I got like choke slammed by this sore throat. And I, I think I may have gotten it from work. A couple of people are at work and, uh, yeah, I worked at a hospital for like seven years. So I like to think that I have a pretty strong immune system, but nonetheless, man, every now and again, you know, we're reminded of how, how mortal we all are. And, uh, so I've been sniffling and wiping my nose. I've been running. My nose is running. From now on, whenever I was going somewhere, I was running. Um, but yeah, man. So, you know, bear with me because my throat's a little sore. Kind of hurts to cough and swallow a little bit, but it's getting better. I'm trying to load up on the fluids, get some rest, and uh, recuperate. But anyway, the show must go on. The show must go on, man. And, um, I like doing this anyway, so, you know, I'm going to be here, rain or shine, buddy. But thanks again for joining me for another episode. I appreciate it, and I tell you guys every week that I'm excited, and I am, because, you know, I I love talking, I'm sure as you know, but I also really love listening, and um, especially with journalism and broadcasting, the cool thing about it is the immediacy of it, you know, and the fact that when you're you know, when I'm doing a game or when I'm doing a phone interview or a sit-down conversation, whatever the case may be with somebody, there's a real sense of immediacy to it. You know what I mean? There's a real sense of just uh, being in the moment and, you know, and, and just being present and listening. And, you know, the cool thing about this and the reason why I do all this stuff, whether it's the podcast or writing stories or, you know, broadcasting high school games, what I really love about it is everything is different you know there's not one game that's the same there's not one conversation that's the same there's not one story that's the same and it's cool to to be able to kind of navigate through that and um and and be in that role in that mode of of you know being the middleman between you know that person's story and then sharing it with all you guys you know whether like i said it's writing or broadcasting or doing this podcast and um this week is really special because um, the person that you're going to be hearing today is somebody who I first heard when I was 11 years old, and I've pretty much been following his career for the last 16 years and um, checking out all his work. And, you, and it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like you never know if you're going to have the opportunity to talk to that person, but but life, while it does throw you some some difficult things, and it will, it'll throw you some some curveballs you didn't see coming sometimes it'll it'll serve you up just a softball and you'll get a chance to to hopefully take a swing at it and that's kind of the way this went down and uh circled back around and i had the opportunity to uh 
talk to Mark Tremani from Creed, Alter Bridge, and his solo project, Tremani. And it was really cool because from afar, Mark always seemed like a really down-to-earth dude. His bandmate, Miles Kennedy, you guys heard on this podcast a few months back in October. Also a super nice guy, very down-to-earth, very cordial. And, um, you know, Mark was was the exact same way. He was a really down-to-earth guy, a really nice guy, and uh, worked through you know, some, some initial audio issues with this interview, which, you know, unfortunately with this one, you guys, the, uh, the audio is not the greatest. Um, it happens sometimes with phone interviews. Sometimes the connection is good. Sometimes it's not good. And, um, unfortunately there really wasn't a whole lot I could do to clean it up. So I'm just kind of giving you a heads up. I don't want you to think that I was lazy and didn't try cause I did. I spent like two hours, you know, trying to mess with the noise removal tool and, playing around with EQs and stuff. And you got to remember, I'm not really an engineer. <laughs> so I, I tried to play with some stuff to clean it up the best that I could. And unfortunately, I, I couldn't couldn't get rid of sort of this, this scratchy, windy sound that you'll hear. But I hope you still enjoy the conversation because, you know, it was really fun to talk to Mark. Uh, excuse me. Like I said, he's really down to earth. And we talked about the new record. We talked about um, his songwriting process. We talked about Fret 12. You know, it, it was just really cool to uh, to spend some time talking to him. Um, but I do want to give you the heads up that unfortunately with this one, the audio is not, not the greatest. You know, keep in mind that a, a lot of these, are, like I said, are phone interviews. And sometimes the audio is great and sometimes it's not so great. And when it's not so great, you know, um, you, when you got Mark Tremonti on the line, you don't know, say, hey, you know what, how about we hang up and uh, <laughs> how about we hang up and I'll call you back on Tuesday, you know, I mean. This is the first time I've spoken to the man, and, and we're not on a first-name basis, so it's not like I can just uh, reschedule it, you know. And um, But that's what was cool about Mark is, you know, a lot of times, you know, the bigger the artist in terms of recognition, um, usually the, the less time you, you tend to have with them because there's so many people who want interviews. And obviously in this situation, Tremonti's got cauterized the follow-up to All I Was coming out on June 9th. So Mark's doing a lot of press right now. So more often than not, you know, you're, you're part of a block of interviews that person is doing that day and you have, you know, a limited amount of time with them. Um, but Mark, uh, was really cool. And, and you guys know that I, when I do this, I, I really, that's kind of my process when I do, you know, an interview, whether it's Mark Tremonti or, or a local artist or whatever, I, I really just try to come up with, you know, 10 questions that, that, um, as sort of an outline, you know, and, and I try not to make it, um, a rehashing of stuff that the person has heard before, you know, I mean, in, in this case, doing press for a new record, obviously there's those questions, Hey, you know, what was sort of the process with this new record? And, you know, um, you know, I, I kind of wanted to get the scoop behind, you know, if there was a theme for cauterize and, and for dust, which is going to be the follow up to cauterize, um, so some of the stuff, uh, you know, Mark obviously has heard before. I mean, not everything that you ask is going to be a brand new question unless you're just asking completely off the wall stuff, which in that case, it's like they're going to think you're crazy. You know what I mean? So not everything that I ask. Sorry, you guys, I got to blow my nose real quick. I would edit this out, but, um, you know, whatever. Oh, man, just draining like water. Hopefully that's not too crazy of a visual for you guys. 
strengthen your stomachs. Come on. It's just a little schnat. But anyway, um, so, you know, there's not everything that, that I'm going to ask, obviously, is going to be stuff that's like uncharted waters. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, but it was a fun conversation. Mark was really cool. Like I said, he, he you know, we, we both soldiered through some of the audio issues, and uh, I hope you guys do too. Like I said, it happens sometimes. Um, but I didn't want to just throw this out the window because the audio wasn't the greatest because, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of good stuff in here. And, um, you know, I think it's, I think especially in this situation, it's cool because, um, Mark, Mark was a really good guy and, um, he was, uh, he thanked me for my time, which, you know, when you're on, when you're on the level of, of talent and success that, that especially Mark is on, you know, being one of the most well-known guitarists on the planet. Um, you know, you, you, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if people are going to be cool. You don't know if they're not going to be cool. From everything that I'd seen from afar, I, I thought that, that he was going to be a, a good dude. But you never know. And, um, you know, we both got through the uh, the audio issues and I thought had a, had a really good conversation. So shout out to Kevin from PFA for uh, hooking it up and setting it up. And uh, on that note, I'm going to blow my nose again, but I don't want to do it right into the microphone. So I'm going to shut up and give you guys my conversation with Mark Germani. Here it is. First, I just wanted to thank you for taking some time with me today, man. I really appreciate it. Now, uh, what what has this just this past like year and a half been like for you guys since the release of uh, Fortress? It seemed like you guys were able to bring on more of an American audience with with Alter Bridge, and now with the, the new Tremonti stuff coming out. What's this cycle been like? Just with even in this last year and a half, it's been a pretty busy year. You know, no different than the last twenty years. You know, it's just always trying to prepare for the next album and tour cycle. So, it's, uh, you know, we just have. I've just gotten used to these cycles of, of, you know, the writing process, recording process, and then touring for a good year and a half. So it's, uh, you know, the torture cycle just kind of ended, and I jumped into the Shumani cycle while Miles was busy doing his flash stuff, and uh, now we'll kind of jump back and forth between Shumani and, and Altrabridge and Miles, Yeah, and even though over the years you've you've always operated in like the hard rock and metal realm, experimentation has always been something that that you've done not only in your playing but in the bands that you've been in. What's that creative process been like for you? I mean, just from experimenting with with multiple tunings and even now with the Tremonti stuff, kind of being able to scratch more of that that metal itch with your playing. Thing, 
and uh, <laughs> you know not get laughed at. <laughs> Now, Tremonti is is a project that um, that obviously all the Alter Bridge and, and Creed fans are familiar with. But your relationship with with Garrett and Eric actually goes all the way back to their days when they were in Submersed. How did how did that relationship with those guys come about? It and what's it been like to uh, to be able to circle back around and have them playing with you in Tremonti now? Uh, well, I know Eric when he was about fifteen years old at the Man Festival or convention in California. He was. Uh, his manager had approached me and introduced us. He was being, I think at the time he had a Fender endorsement and he was a big uh, blues player. He, uh, we played guitar together and I was blown away with how good he was for, the, for how old he was. And, uh, you know, the next man came around and we, we talked and had lunch and the next man came around and we just became friends over the years. And um, years and years later, I paired I introduced Eric to um, well, this, this band came around called Submersed from Texas and um, Eric joined the band and Eric was one of the guys who tried out to play drums and finally got the gig and I had told them that uh, uh, that I would co-produce the album with Kelsey and I did that through line of records so And for and for you, I mean, you're you're not like much older than these guys, but um, does part of you kind of feel like sort of like the the proud older brother that that now these guys are in this band with you, and obviously they're they're really talented and submersed had a lot of really good songs back in the day. But even even after submersed, Eric was in Daughters of Mara, which there's there's a lot of great riffs on that record. I mean, how how does it feel to be in this position, just down the road with these guys, and, and be able to help get their their talents out to a wider audience of people? I mean, what what that what's that been like for you to just kind of go through this process uh, with these guys. You know, I love it. I just, I feel like whatever ideas that we have, there's no limitations. These guys can do anything you throw at them and more. You know, it's um, now with Wolfgang and the mix, the three of those guys uh, keep me in myself. You know, they're, they're very um, progressive thinking musicians that um, introduce me to things that... Not, when I write songs, I'm telling you my own little bubble. I don't listen to a lot of outside influence. I just kind of turn on my computer, my uh, laptop, write some ideas, record them, arrange them, and then uh, I'll go on tour and sit in the back of the bus. And these guys will be playing some, you know, they're, they're really into progressive music. So I think that was the next step for this band was trying to incorporate some of the progressive stuff that these guys are doing. finding band members or people that can add something to what you're doing and uh, that's what these guys do they're just uh, they can tackle whatever you throw at them and then some Thematically, for uh, for the new Tremonti stuff, what what's the inspiration or, or sort of the story behind Cauterize and, and Dust? I mean, what what kind of led to to those titles, and what's what's the scoop behind that? Uh, there's not one. There's not one single. But, but there's a lot of song has different meanings to it. But um, people will look at both these albums kind of as a uh, one recording process. It's kind of a part one and part two to this recording session. We recorded 20 songs, and I decided that it would be best to have two, two 10 song records. So there's a 
lot of songs on the second record that it's very painful to leave off the first. But one of my favorite songs ended up under the, on the second record because I thought that I never wanted to think that the first record was an A side track and the second record was um, you know, there's two dynamic records that have, uh, and as as far as your songwriting goes, Mark, I mean, what, what's what's that balance like for you as far as crafting songs that are, are more conceptual compared to, to personal experience? I mean, when when you look for inspiration when you're writing music, I mean, does a lot of it come from personal experience, or, or do you try to kind of find a balance between stuff that's more conceptual? Um, when I'm when I'm writing melodies, I will. Um, I'll just kind of be playing a song and I'll throw out the lyrics that just come off the top of my head, you know, just, just to fill the, just to fill the space. So when I, uh, when I go back and I really write lyrics, I'll listen back to my original takes of just nonsense lyrics, and it's, um, I'd be surprised to see how close the lyrics end up being from just a scat off of writing it. You know, I, I um, to me, it's, Capturing that melody and that initial mood is the most important thing. So as close as I get to that initial idea, the happier I am. And, uh, kind of directs me. It makes it much easier for me to write there. If you're always trying to look at personal experience, okay, what did I do in the last two years? I did this, I did that. Can I write small songs about that? No. Um, so it's good to kind of uh, walk the beaten path. Like with this album, um, and it just takes a lot of different directions and, and like I said a lot of it's inspired just by the initial takes I did of recording these initial melodies and a lot of times I won't I don't make fancy demos of my stuff I just do one take of the initial idea when I first thought of it and that's usually what lives um, a lot of takes in the process and and you you worked on uh, on this one with with Elvis again too, right? I mean, what what's it been like just getting to know him over the years, and and how has help how has he helped your progression as as a singer and as a guitar player? Uh, I just I can't think of a better producer than Elvis. Every time I run into a band, I say you know you'd be a fool not to consider Elvis to produce your album. If you're in the rock realm, there is no better producer than Elvis. Minded to work and so it's always good to make these songs exciting 
I'll go to my computer and I'll find 16 bridges that have the same rhythm and the same tuning and the same each per minute and uh, throw them at them and pursue such a little way like that. I can trust. It's hard to find somebody you can trust that big a songwriter for, you know, and, and a lot of the stuff that, that I listen to now as far as the heavier music too, Mark, it, it seems like there's there's a lot out there now that, that's that's really positive and, and uplifting from a lyrical standpoint. And I don't know if that's representative of, of sort of the the whole of what's going on right now in heavy music or, or maybe if it's just the stuff that I'm listening to. But that's something that I've always noticed with, with your playing and your songwriting over the years is that there's always – you can write a really heavy song but still have a, a, a positive and, and uplifting message. I mean – is that is that something that just kind of comes out naturally when when you're writing the songs, or do you kind of look to to try to to put some of those nuggets in there throughout throughout your recordings? You know, it's funny you say that because when I put these last two records, I feel like most of the lyrics are can be uh, melancholy or just, just kind of a darker kind of lyrics, and then we have a couple key songs that I specifically try to make. Seriously uh, dynamic, where the where the you know, there might be a couple uplifting songs, but um, for, for the most part, when I'm singing stuff, it's usually over a heavy riff or a heavy atmospheric part that usually hits more of a uh, uh, darker atmospheric tone. But um, so when I get the chance to to, to write lyrics over something that's a little more positive, I think that's Yeah. I think that's one of the hardest things to do. So when I can pull that off and the song can I can listen to the song and not cringe when I hear it or, or have the lyrics sound fake, not real, but uh those those ideas get shot at me. So when I can come up with something that really does make you feel good and is enforced and it's real. And with uh, with Fret Twelve, um, it, it really seems like that's becoming a hub lately for for guitar fans and, and players really all over the world. And you guys are, are putting out these Sound and the Story DVDs, and even with uh, bands like Man the Mighty releasing their stuff on there and, and your solo stuff on there. I mean, what, what's that been like for you to see that kind of grow into what it's becoming over the years? And and do you plan to keep keep releasing music through uh, through Fret Twelve in the future? You know, my, my brother's really the brains behind Fret 12. He, uh, it all started with him asking me to do a instructional guitar DVD. And uh, I had said no for a few years. And finally, because I had said I'm just not ready, I'm not prepared. I don't want to record something that two years later be the guy that's back. I wish I never did that because I'm better now. And finally, I just did it. Um, and then we recorded a few more. And there's more going on in the process now. But now it's kind of just become a like you said, a guitar hub where people, if fans come to town, the first old guys talk and get some tips and tricks from them. And then uh, it kind of turned into, it turned into the place where people buy more of our, our instruments than people from those parts than any other store in the country. Like they sell um, all their featured artists' instruments 
directly through Fred's wall. And they'll send me back places my guitar, soft sign them, so people will know to go to Fred's wall. Uh, you can buy it in the store versus there, you'll get an autograph guitar. Um, then they started doing artist-specific um, merchandising. And um, from there, they turned into a record that went off I, I just got uh, one more I want to ask you before I let you go, man. And I thanks again for, for being gracious with your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I, I know you're a guy that, that's a fan of a lot of different players. And, and uh, even though you love the heavy stuff, I, I know I know you're fans of guys like Joe Bonamassa. So I wanted to ask you, if you had the opportunity, let's say in a, in a dream scenario, to put together a five-piece band, and, and they could be members living or dead from any era, what what would be a band that, that you would be really geeked out to hear and put together an album? If you had two guitarists, a bassist, a drummer, and a singer, who who would be one that you'd be just a, a total fanboy if they put out a record? Guitar-wise, uh, with current guys, I'd say Derek Trump and Joe Bonamassa are my two favorites. Um, guys that are kind of in my generation, I think they're Amazing players. Um, rhythm section is tough. I think uh, I think Wolfgang is able to hang with anybody. So it's a Wolfgang and then and then uh, it's tough. It's tough to play. Uh, let me just do the guitar players. Still put them off the there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mark, thanks again, man. It's uh, it's it's refreshing to know that uh, that guys like you are are as talented you, as you are and as down to earth as you are, and been been following your your career for quite some time. And it's it's just awesome and to finally be able to get a chance to talk to you. It's it's been a pleasure and a privilege, and I, I really appreciate it, man. And I hope the year goes well for you. Hope to see you at the, at the machine shop. Yeah, man, I, I'd love I'd love to come out there. That's uh, that that place. I feel like everybody's played there over the years. That's a that's a cool venue. Uh, in your face kind of confidence so look forward to it well thanks again Mark I really appreciate it man and I, I hope you have a great weekend I can't can't thank you enough for taking the time man well, thank you so much alrighty dighty there you have it that was Mark Tremonti from Creed Alterbridge and Tremonti remember Cauterize is coming out on June 9th. You can always stay up to date with Mark by following him on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Mark Tremonti. 
You can also follow him on his website at marktramani.com. And you can follow him on Twitter. And I think that one, too, is just uh, just Mark Tremonti. It would probably be helpful if I had the Twitter handle just right up there, right? So I didn't have to, like, search for stuff while I'm talking to you guys. But uh, but he was a great guy, man. You know, it was awesome to talk to him. Um, gave me almost 20 minutes of his time. And uh, I know that there was somebody before me who talked to him. I don't know if there's anybody that was after me. But um, shout out to Kevin from PFA. The guy has uh, always been great about getting back to me and and setting these things up. And um, he's he's a plus in my book as far as publicity goes. You know, the guy's always been cool to me. So thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate you setting up the phone interview, and I appreciate all you guys checking it out. You know, um, not just this episode, but the show in general. Remember, you can go to YouTube.com, type in Bauman's Breakdown, and that's where you can find all the uh, the past episodes. There's only like one or two um, that I that for whatever reason I, I couldn't find. Uh, but yeah, Twitter, it's just Mark Tremonti. Hello, hello. If you want to follow the band on Twitter too, it's at uh, Tremonti Project. But, you know, I've got all the past episodes on on, uh, on YouTube minus, like I said, one or two that I just couldn't, couldn't find in the shuffle over the years. But uh, if you want to check out some of the old interviews, those are those are up. You can also download the show on iTunes. Maybe that's how you got to it already and how you're listening to it. And it's on the podcast uh, app called Podcast Addict for Android users. And there's also a, a Podbean app for, for the iPhone, too, that you can download and listen to the show. So if you have an iPhone, you can also uh, download that app from Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, and you can listen to the show that way as well so there's a bunch of different ways you can check out the show however you got to it i really appreciate it like i said the whole the whole thing behind this is just being able to share these conversations with you guys man you know what i mean and and i I, like i said i love talking to people it doesn't matter to me if you know there are people like mark germani who's a very established musician or if it's just like one of my buddies and we're having a conversation about sports Uh oh there's a sneeze coming hold on (coughs) he he Oy, I can't wait till I get rid of this this sore throat, man, and this drainage. Holy shnikes. But um but whoever I'm talking to, man, I, I just I just like talking to people. I like getting people's stories, you know, because all of us come from different walks of life and um and a lot of people don't know about Mark too, you know, he you know, th- that I didn't even really, really know um, just until recently. And I've watched a lot of interviews with him over the years. But his his mom was, uh, I think she had lupus for a really long time. And then um, she ended up dying a, a little bit later on. I think it was from like a like a brain tumor or something. So, you know, that's, the, the guy's gone through his fair share of hardships. I mean, people know about this stuff with Creed and some of the tough times over the years that he had he's had with Scott Stapp and, you know, and for for all the, the the jokes that people make about Scott Stapp, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the guy's a father, man. He's got kids, you know, and uh, I really hope that he gets his life together just for the sake of his family because, you know, that's that's not a laughing matter, you know. I mean, I don't have kids, but, you know, people real close to me right now are starting to have kids. My brother, you know, my nephew Luke came into this this world on January 28th, my cousin right now, as we speak, my cousin Bridget, she's uh, in labor, 
she's been there now for like a day so you know i'm gonna keep her in my prayers um she's in labor to have a baby my other cousin shannon her her baby boy is uh let's see he was born in september so i gotta do the math on that what is that eight months old now drew vick we share our my grandpa's name victor um you know it's that's not a laughing matter you know what i mean um so whatever whatever scott's going through substance abuse or otherwise uh hopefully he pulls through that but um but yeah mark mark's you know the, the music industry you know despite how talented he is you know they've had to battle through some stuff and buy out of their contract with with wind up and that they're still paying off and like i said he lost his mother and she was sick even when he was in high school um so that guy you know he's battled through a lot and i think it says a lot about him you know um that for a guy as talented as he is he's really down to earth and you know he was really nice to me so thank you mark for the time i really appreciate it hope the tour goes well uh thanks again to kevin from pfa for setting it up and thanks again to all of you for checking out the show man um it's a lot of fun to bring these to you guys i do this for fun and uh i i just i like sharing this stuff with you guys and and that's why i was like you know what i i know the audio on this one's not the greatest but i don't want to just scrap this not just because it's mark tremani i just thought it was a good conversation you know what i mean um it was fun talking to him and um i hope he had uh hope he enjoyed the conversation as well but you know and i wasn't trying to gush at the end because i know some of you guys you know at the end you were really but it's like you know i am impressed with that man i mean i've been lucky and and you know i've been doing this for a little over four years now as far as uh music interviews and i really haven't had um anybody that's really been like awful to me but i've definitely had situations where it was like you know i'm the you know i could tell i was the third or fourth interview that they had done that day or maybe even longer down the line than that and they're tired and they're on the road and and i completely understand man i mean especially when they're on tour it's like it's so different from how you and i live our lives you know what i mean it's just you know we we get to go to bed and you know ideally when when we want and wake up when we want and you know these guys are playing shows and getting on the bus going to another town playing another show i mean some of these you know i was reading rob flynn's diary of a front man and he was talking about the recent machine head north american tour and I don't even remember how many shows it was that they did like in a row. And those are two and a half hour sets of just machine head, you know, I mean, it's just nuts. So, um, you know, when, when I do get interviews where it seems like they're a little tired or a little, a little worn out, like I don't, I'm not mad at them cause I'm like, they're human. You know what I mean? We're all mortal. <laughs> and I know how I am when I don't get a lot of sleep and, you know, I'm tired and I'm exhausted physically and mentally and you know what I mean? So so that's why I, I was uh, really appreciative of this because, you know, I wasn't the only interview Mark did that day and he still gave me 20 minutes of his time and put thought into answering the questions and uh, it was cool, you know. And, and I really try, like I said, I really do try to make it more of a conversation. Uh, sometimes it's not always possible because time is really limited. So, you know, when I'm doing these, you got to remember too, I'm writing a story too. So there's stuff that... Um, you know, obviously that I'm trying to get, you know, to try to craft a, the story too and, and, and make the story, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Make, you know, make the story relevant, make the story 
um, you know, something that, that people want to read, but also that's something that's informative. So there are questions, like I said, that you got to ask and that, that, that I genuinely was interested in about the record and if there was a theme behind Cauterize or if it was, uh, you know, how, does he write more from personal experience? Does he write more conceptually? You know, those types of things, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to scrap this just cause the audio wasn't the greatest, you know, because it, it was a good conversation I thought. And, and, um, you know, Mark was, Mark was really cool, you know, so this, this is definitely something that, uh, it's really cool, you know, to have the opportunity to, to talk to Mark and to know that he is a down to earth dude. So thanks again, Mark. And remember you guys can follow me on Twitter too, at Mike V Bauman, B-A-U-M-A-N. If you're a band or an artist or a musician, uh, get in touch with me, man, send me a direct message and, uh, hopefully we can get you on the show. You know, I'm always looking for new artists, new bands, new stories to share with people so many of uh there's many artists and bands who have followed me already on there so thank you you guys for that and uh, i'm like i said i'm trying really hard every week to get you know give you guys different stuff from different ends of the spectrum and um whether it's local national what have you so it's cool man it's cool man my nose is starting to run again i probably should wrap this up but remember check out Mark on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mark Germani. He's also on Twitter, and I know that he um, does answer people on Twitter and talk to people on Twitter. So Twitter, you can follow him at Mark Tremonti and marktremonti.com, alterbridge.com, alterbridge on Facebook, all that stuff. If you haven't checked out Fortress, make sure you go check out that record. It's definitely the one that so far, if you're an Alterbridge fan or you listen to their music and you kind of paid attention to you know, each album over the years, it's definitely their most experimental record. Um, they, they have a lot of different stuff on there. It's really, really good stuff. So check that out. And, uh, another heart right now is on YouTube. The first, uh, single that they've released from Cauterize. They've also given snippets of, uh, flying monkeys. And this one sounds just real guttural, man. Sounds, sounds like it's going to be a heavy, heavy piece of, piece of art so i can't wait for cauterize coming out june 9th hope you guys are excited as well and go see these guys on tour the north american tour starts on april 25th with tremani it's going to go through may 23rd if i'm not mistaken um man the mighty is going to be with them i don't know how many shows they're going to be with them but if you guys haven't checked out man the mighty really freaking good band um these guys actually put out their record on the fret 12 label which you know you guys heard about with mark in our conversation and all the great work his brother is doing with that um but man the mighty's a really really good band check those guys out you know and like i always say if you're going to go see these guys on tour get there early see the opening bands and and i can vouch for man the mighty because i have their album it's awesome you know hopefully we can get them on the podcast too but really really good really good record so I'm going to wrap it up here because I don't want my snot getting all over my shirt. Um, I'm going to go take a couple of cough drops, suck down some water, and uh, hopefully, hopefully this crap clears up. But thanks again, everybody. I really appreciate it. I love you guys. I really appreciate you checking out the show. We're over uh, 2,000 episode downloads now, which is cool for just being a nobody from Toledo who loves music and you know, love sharing stories with people, you know, it's really humbling. I appreciate it. And, uh, once again, podcast addict, if you're an Android user, if you're an iPhone user, download the Podbean app, 
search Bauman's Breakdown and you can get all the shows that way. And go to YouTube.com, type in Bauman's Breakdown to get past episodes. A lot of fun ones on there too. And when the, uh, the story goes up, I'll share the link with you guys too. So thanks again, Mark. Thanks again, Kevin. And thanks again to all of you. I really appreciate you guys checking out the show. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Peace.